Welcome to the Ops. It's your girl, Spicy K. It's your girl, TK. How y'all doing? And we telling it all. So we are on episode 11. Can you believe it? This is awesome. Um, so, of course, you all know our first segment. It's the first 48. Who you telling on this week? Um, TK, would you like to go first? I'll go first. Uh, let's see. I'm telling on customer service representatives. Alright. I can't take too much, you know, and put it on them because I used to be one of them and I, I definitely didn't want any kind of flack. But I'm tired. Sick and tired of folks giving me attitude when I call them to call about my own stuff. Now listen. It's, it's your job. It was as it was my job. I got frustrated. It's one of the worst jobs you can have is to have to talk to people that you don't know all day long. So, I'm very, if anybody knows me, I'm very over the top when it comes to customer service. I try to be nice and, you know, appreciative, just like I am with fast food workers, because I know what it's like to be on the other side of that. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to start cussing y'all out. Just like people want to be cussing y'all out, and I don't even I don't even do that. People just start, you know, because you know you had a bad day. I get it. You don't want to be on the on on what I used to call the leash, where you couldn't walk no further than uh eight or nine feet. Otherwise, you beep beep. It it's horrible. But I'm tell you what, people that are in customer service just know. We have to humble ourselves to call somebody else for help. We don't want that. We have to wait a long time. We have to talk to an automated system and and or press buttons into an automated system just to be back to an automated system if we don't press it right. So, yeah, it's frustrating. So, please keep that in mind also. I don't know if you've ever called the customer service numbers that you work for and see what all they have to go through before they get to you. But just take that into consideration, because y'all getting on my nerves. And goodbye. Okay. So, for my first 48, who I'm telling on this week. um, So, I went to my niece's wedding in Houston um, this past weekend. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know why I said this to myself, but like before I even made it to the airport, I was like, "Oh, my flights never be about drama. Like, I don't have any kind of drama. Like, nobody's arguing with anyone, and I don't know why I cared or wanted this to happen anyway. But um, I also was thinking to myself, like, um, but I don't want my plane to get delayed or anything. I just, you know, I'm like... I don't know. I guess people that fly on, you know, <laughs> Southwest, I guess they just be happy people. I don't know. I don't I don't know what it is. But anyway, all that change Sunday. Mm. Um, first of all, I was in the airport and my boarding pass would not load. And so I don't know any better because I've never had my boarding pass not load. So I was like, I'll just give them my license. And they were like, no, you need to get a boarding pass. And I was, they were already saying that the flight was full. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I like ran over to the counter and I was like, I need a boarding pass right now. Um, And then the boarding pass pulled up and I was like, give me back my license. <laughs> so I go run back to um basically get checked in what? and it was a guy in front of me with a kid and the guy was like um bear with me. So the guy was like um this is my son. And the lady was like, yeah, but the next time he's going to need to board with, you know, um, what are they calling it? Like with his, with his section or whatever, I guess that's what they call it. And, um, he was like, no, he won't because he's my son 
And the lady was like, well, yes, he will. Like, if this happens again, you will be have to board with him then, with his, I guess, group or whatever. Um, and then he was like, no, he's my son. He's always going to board with me or something like that. And in my mind, I'm like... <laughs> people 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 there's plenty of people first of all like i get his son you know that's his son or whatever but like his son looked pretty i'm not his son was clearly a minor but at the same time like if you were that concerned you should also pay the extra money and pay for your son to be in the same group that you were in but you chose not to do that for whatever reason so Either you will be boarding with your son or y'all will be boarding separate. Um, and like, so I'm almost positive they like put him on some kind of ad list because they were pissed. Because again, all he had to do was say thanks and keep on going. But because he wanted to, you know, puff his chest out, basically, um... Yeah, I think he's probably going to be put on some kind of list that, like, his son is going to have to, he's going to have to board with his son next time unless they are both in the same group. Mm. And I was just like, here I thought I was going to have an uneventful occasion at the airport. But anyway, we got back home safely. That's the important thing. Yeah, I was just going to say, everything worked out in the end. Yes. Um, so of course we have our next segment called It's Cool When They Do It, It's a Problem When We Do It, um, which typically discusses a controversial topic that typically has some kind of element of race involved. Um, so TK, go ahead and, um, tell us about this particular, uh, topic for this week. Well, I got a story that came across my timeline as of yesterday, but um, it seems to be a few years old, uh, by the set of twins that were born uh, in Arizona, and one of them, prematurely actually, they were only like three pounds each, and one was dropped. It said, there's it's two different stories that's saying that uh, it was a hospital employee, you know, like a, you know, tech or whatever. But then I just saw something a little while ago that said that the doctor said that he was holding the baby when the baby fell. And you can clearly see the baby hitting its head on the tray, metal tray there, and suffered a brain hemorrhage, actually. And so, you know, the father is actually recording, and he was like, you know, you dropped my baby. You know, it's like, you know, it's an issue. So, I'm trying to figure out why this wasn't a bigger deal. Like I, I can't, I can't find anything else on it uh, as to, as far as what has happened since or anything like that. But I believe the family was seeking, you know, some compensation due to the fact that there there may be an issue with the baby because the babies are bigger now. Uh, I didn't, you know, in the video I didn't notice anything. Um, other than you know, just like a you know a difference in maybe eye movement or something like that than the other baby, but you know babies are different even though they are twins. So um, I was just I just you know and yes they were African American children and I'm just wondering what I mean if you see it it's just like they scooped there's no. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I can't recall if there was sound or not. But I, I didn't hear or see any expression like, "Oh my God!" You know what I'm saying? Like there was a care concern. It's like, "Oh, we dropped this baby. Let's just scoop it back up and and then continue on with what we were doing." And it's kind of upsetting. And I and I'm wondering, you know, because I'm I'm wondering why one the father didn't make a bigger deal about it at the at the point. Uh, you you see that. This is called, you know, this is this is a big deal to me. I, I have to think that most people would have, you know, <laughs> let's just say, expression I've heard in, in time or two, cut a fool. If they had to drop their premature, already premature baby, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm thinking 
that it brings up a a painful, you know, understanding that some of us as Black Americans have that healthcare is not on our side. Uh, it brings up some frustrating things uh, about, you know, would there, you know, had there been a better handling of a situation, had it been another race, baby, been another race. I don't know. I think, to me, to be honest with you, especially if it was not the doctor that was holding the baby, at the time, I mean, you saw the video, right? Am I right? Yeah, I saw it. Mm-hmm. Right, so, so, it, I'm thinking it's more of a careless employee that's just like, oh my God, it's just, it's another one of these. Let's just go ahead and pull them out. You know what I'm saying? Because, I would have to think a doctor would have better bedside manner and or care. And uh, I would just have to simply say handling procedures uh, than someone that was just like a tech or something like that. Can't, I mean, can't, can't, is that something that you could understand? Well, so, okay, I watched the video and mm-hmm. to me it looks like it was an accident. It did, the. it looks like, well, the male was holding the baby and looks like maybe it was a female that was basically I guess pulling things off and the baby came with it because you know I never had a baby I never birthed no baby but Mm -hmm. um, I have seen it Um, and like the babies are slippery and things (laughs) of that nature so it looks like that it looks like one it looks like it was a complete accident um because like i said it looks you know the baby apparently is slippery and they were pulling something maybe was cleaning the baby off or something like that and the baby did um fall now i don't know if the whole thing is complete metal because it looks like um Mm. What are those things? Called? Like it, it looks like tray to me. It looks kind of like a changing ish type table. I don't know what it is, but to me, it looks like it was padded. I don't know. To me, that section mm. looked padded. Um, but it looks I like it was it just was a an accident. It, but I saw a little. Yeah, I saw. But I don't think the baby was like filled in that spot um, where the metal was in. Mm. That's just how I'm mm. seeing it. Um. But for me, it just seems like it was an accident. Um, the only problem that I do have with it is that um, when I guess they had, you know, got a lawyer or something, somebody was investigating or something of that nature, and they ended yeah. up pulling um, the like bill or records or something like medical records for the baby, and apparently. Um, the baby, you know, they did an ultrasound of the baby. So, like, I feel like mm-hmm. maybe they should have told the parent about that. Definitely. Yeah. Especially if there's, you know, any kind of knowledge about any kind of bleeding. And I know the, apparently the baby was in the hospital for, in the NICU, apparently for like 12 or 14 days. So, um, yeah. I think that part was wrong. I don't really think that you know, accidents happen. Slippery things do sometimes slip. So I don't think I think it was just an accident. But I do think that the point that they felt that something was wrong with the baby and then decided not to tell the parents, I think that part was wrong. But I don't think I don't think it would to me. I don't think it would have mattered if the parents were black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever. I don't think that would have mattered. Um. Because, like I said, I truly believe that it looked like it was an accident to me. Um, but they should have well, at least let them know that they, you know, and I don't know, maybe, maybe, um, and it could also possibly, because the kids are, because the baby was premature, um, mm. some of these things could just be normal protocol for a premature baby. I don't know. So, uh, baby had like bleeding or something like that, that could have been from being premature and not necessarily from the slip. 
possess me. And didn't what help. It was like. uh, but just, just for the record, uh, what exactly do slippery things do? They slip sometimes. <laughs> I can't believe it. I cannot believe that. But check me out. What I'm saying is the mishandling. Like if you watch the video, the video to me looks as if he's not, you know, he's being careless or freelance. In my opinion, you know, with with the baby, this is a, a delicate situation. With them being premature, you should have had. They should have been handled with extra care. And I do agree that slippery things do slip. But in the uh, in in um, the medical field, I believe you're supposed to be, you know, if anything, you handle with care, you will handle a, a premature infant, you know. So I don't know. I'm just I just think it's more to me of the the lackluster, you know, emotion reaction. Like like you if you drop like the father reacted, you drop my baby, like you know what I'm saying. You, you just literally dropped the baby. You just whoop, 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 scoop it up. The baby started crying again immediately. He, She felt that in her head. And it, it looked like it, you know, a little, like a little neck just broke on over to the side. Like, it looked like, you know, and, and definitely no way to express that other than to scream. And that's exactly what she did. So, I feel like they should be held accountable for that simply because of the nonchalantness in their reaction of what they just dropped after the slippery thing slipped. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying it to me, it looks like what they were doing, the, the person had the baby, the other person looks like to me that they were possibly wiping off the baby. Right. And both of them the at the same so time. Small, and yes. because the baby is so small, looks like the baby slipped out of the the I guess cloth towels blanket that they because were using to basically wipe the baby, and the baby fell. Like I said, it looks like an accident to me. I'm saying it's my opinion. Well, I don't think That's it was on purpose. Right. I definitely don't think it was on purpose that they did this. I mean, like like the Jesus, who could you have to be an animal? to do something like that, but I mean, you know, you train for a reason to handle delicate things with care. That type of thing, it doesn't happen often because it's not supposed to happen. There's certain measures that are taken for it not to happen. I'm sure they're aware that they're slippery. Mm -hmm. They've done this a time or two. But, you know, (laughs) so... I'm just saying, like, I don't know what is, like I said, I do think for them to have some kind of concern to do an ultrasound and, you know, mention something about the brain and, you know, you know, bleeding and things of that nature. I think they should have told the parents. However, I also do not know if that is normal protocol when someone is premature, when a baby is premature. So it's hard for me to say like they were completely wrong because I don't know if that was normal procedures. Right. Like I know several people that have, have that have had premature babies and, you know, obviously you got to get more tests done, you know, this, that, and the third and all this. Cause you have to make sure you have to like look and see what has already developed, what hasn't. So, I know there is certain kind of protocol. That's why I'm saying like they should have told the parents at least that there was some kind of concern, even if it was just because it was premature or if the it was because, mm. you know, um, the baby slipping. Um, I don't know. But do but they, I'm tell, just saying, do like, they really tell? I'm sorry. Do they really no, tell the parents what? Do they really tell the parents what what kind of tests they run on the babies? I mean, is that normal protocol? Would that be? That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the protocol is. I ain't never birthed no baby. I don't know. Right. What I'm I saying no is, if, if that's that's why I'm, I'm following you with that. If that's the case, I mean, you know, there it, whether there was a concern or not, they wouldn't have had to say anything, or they don't normally say anything. But if that's not something, I mean. An ultrasound of the brain may or may not be something that they do. 
But either way, you're going to tell me everything that's going on with my kid. Hey, now we, I'm going to demand this. Hey, I need some uh, some scans. So, hey, some diagnostic. I need some something because y'all done dropped my baby on his head. But they should be older now. And because uh, it seemed like a couple years ago. I couldn't find anything. Oh, development. You know what I'm saying? I was looking for all of that. Yeah. Like, I was but yeah, all I have is a four-year-old yeah. clip about them suing. So maybe nothing ever came of it. Maybe they realized that um, it, it was an accident, and in fact, slippery things do slip, and and people must understand that. Um, that could have been the case. So you know, maybe we'll pop back up on another episode when I find something else out. As a caveat, okay. as a caveat. <laughs> so, um, yes, we'll go ahead and go to our next topic. We're going to talk about, um, I'm going to call her viral sensation social media person. Um, <laughs> basically Kayla, um, uh, Kayla Nicole Jones. Um, so she recently stated that she, um, pretty much got a divorce from, well, announced publicly that, um, she was getting a divorce, well, separated, basically, or getting a divorce from her husband, um, also the father of her kids. And she stated that um, the kids are now, um, the kids have been staying with um, the father slash ex-husband um, since they have separated. And right, right. a lot of people were questioning um, one why she as a mother left her kids with their father um and then they were she was basically receiving a lot of grief for um saying that she needed to basically um you know start working and healing and things of that nature so i found this very very interesting because People brought up a great point in the comments, and I know it's typically hard to see that a mother would, you know, not have their child, but at the same time, we just got out of May, which is, which was Mental Health uh, Awareness Month, and if she's saying that she needs to heal, then why not give her a break? Why can't mothers have a break? Like... Why is it so shunned upon when um, women, like I said, either need a break or I'm not saying this is her case, but some people just don't have a motherly instinct in their bone. Um, Again, I'm not saying that this is her case, but sometimes the child may be better um, suited for the father. Um, I'm all for what is in the best interest of the child. Again, I don't have kids, but I also have seen situations where I know that fathers have done more and stepped up than mothers. And I know the saying that mothers have stepped up and done more than fathers. So to me, and to me, she's doing the best thing that she could possibly do. Um, in given her situation and like, like I said, she said that she needed to heal and he's allowing her to be able to, to heal. Um, I remember she had a Snapchat series and I don't even think she drives or anything. I think they were in like Atlanta or something like that. And she doesn't even drive. I don't know if she drives now or anything like that. So, you know, uh, the kids are a little bit older, so I guess in that situation as well, I guess she's like, my kids has to go to daycare or school or something like that, then why have them go somewhere else, you know, to wake up extra early just to be, I don't know. So how do you feel about that, TK, about like, you know, the difference between like mothers raising the kids or needing a break, basically needing a break and allowing the father um, to basically um, have custody. And as she said on here, they have shared custody. So it's not like, you know, 
he's the only person that has the kids. It's just that right now she feels like it's not the best time for her to be, you know, that parent. And I, I think also most people just naturally expect the mothers to carry the load. And she's like, mm-hmm. no, I, I need a break. I can't carry this load. So how do you feel about this, TK? Well, first, I didn't realize who she was. I don't, I was like, why is everybody talking about some Kayla Nicole? Who the hell is Kayla Nicole? That's big eyes from the couch that would get the wig snatched off. That's, I know her. I know her. So when once I figured out who she was, I was like, why in the hell are everybody, is everybody in their business about what they're doing with their goddamn children? Because if I recognize the boy, even though he got longer hair now, I think that's the same boy that was doing the videos with her. You know, Probably running so. through the mall, at, running so, through yeah. the mall, snatching her wig off when she get to talking crazy. If that wasn't some funny stuff, boy, I swear. But anyway, <clears throat> it's funny that this came out. Well, this this is when I heard about this. Is actually was after I had been listening to the clubhouse room this morning, where they were talking, and it was mothers in there, and they were being real and saying how they hate being mothers. And don't get me wrong when I say they hate it. They they have to give everything of themselves. I was sitting here, you know, and it had me at work imagining, you know, what all. Because not too long ago, I asked my mom. I was like, what what do you feel like you had to give up anything for me? You know, your passions, your dreams. She said, no. And I'm like, I, I, I don't believe that because I was the only child. And I swear I hadn't wanted for nothing in my life. Nothing. Everything. She gave me everything of herself. And I feel like yeah. that it, it had to have been so she was always there for always. And you know, that had to have been difficult if she wanted to go do something. Now of course, you know, I wouldn't stay with people and had you know, she went out and did whatever she you know, whatever she did, you know, I don't I was so self absorbed as a child, it didn't even matter what she did. She back on, Hey ma, hey you know. But to hear these women talk this morning, it's like, oh my god! I just done a and then I see my, you know, I have a coworker. She's got two boys that she's she's literally raising on her own, and she's, you know, she does every every. They need her for every single thing. Plus, she has to work. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you you don't have the the same thing. Like, and then you know, she had to keep it real with me today. She was like, you know, she was like. She said, I love my boys to death, but if I didn't, she said, if I didn't, I wouldn't, she wouldn't have them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because they, they, it, they suck from you while they're inside of you. They take everything that you put inside your body. They take for themselves, the little selfish fuckers. And I'm saying this to me and keeping it real. They do. Well, this woman said that she almost died. From childbirth. A rare something. Right. A rare something that only 2% of people uh, go through during childbirth. Almost died. But she didn't. She said she's still a case study right now. Because they don't know how she didn't die. And so... For someone as young, like, and then and I'm t- taking it back to youth because we all know that it's less likely for those that have babies, as, you know, young. You know, she, I mean, she's what, 1920 then when she had these kids? I don't know, but um, you, you, you have to sacrifice. You can't, you can't go out like you, and then she was a budding star, you know what I'm saying, when she first had these kids. Yeah. We can't imagine what she went through. You know, she was like, you know what? Hmm. I want to do me. She said, I need I need to heal. So something has happened. So whether it was postpartum depression, whether it was something that she went through, uh, self-shaming or something like that, that she didn't feel the same, you know, whatever it was that she went through, which is not our business, people. So don't be trying to probe people and find out what the hell she went through because that's what y'all weirdos do. But anyway, 
whatever she went through, she went through something, and she's not. She didn't abandon her children. She says she still sees them. She, but it's okay because fathers do it all yeah. the time. No mother do it all. Oh yeah, they. Yes, you mean abandoned? Yeah, some of them. Yeah, they run off. Run off on the plug twice. You know what I'm saying? And that's not fair. So, so, and she and that's not what she's done. She hasn't run off. She's just allowing the primary time to be spent with them. I mean, with him. And that's okay because that's their arrangement. These people are grown to hell. Talking about she's 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 not worthy of being a mother. She does not deserve it. Like, who would do that? She should lose custody full time. Just what? Shut the, I mean, you know what? All right. And like people, people go, through, you know, that's the thing about mental health and everything. Like people literally go through things like that's a strong, you know, that's <laughs> as my nephew told my mother, that's a lot of responsibility. Um, <laughs> and that is. Right. And I don't, I don't think people, you know, understand the magnitude that it all comes in. I, like I said, I don't even have kids and I understand the magnitude because I do have nieces right. and nephews, you know, God kids and exactly. things of that nature. Um, so I definitely know that, like, that's a lot. That's why I have never, never wanted to have kids outside mm-hmm. of a marriage. And that's mm-hmm. what a marriage with a supportive right. husband um, you know, because I shouldn't yeah, be the only person that's getting up at two or three o'clock in the morning, changing no diaper right. or feed nobody. Now, I understand if I'm breastfeeding, but at the same time, you know, I can go pump too now. And, right. and, and keep a supply a on hand. Yeah, like, can keep a supply of, you know, you know, breast milk on hand if need be, but I shouldn't have to be the only person. So imagine in my mind, imagine that is everything that you have to do and you're not getting any kind of help because I I also have to understand that some people may not be single Mm -hmm. uh, moms. They may have a husband, but the husbands may not be doing too much to help. So you're still, you know, basically carrying that workload on your own and then you know, having to, you know, still go to work and still do this and still do that. And that's a lot. And then you also have to, like, all the changes that, you know, I've heard, because obviously, um, that, you know, women go through, you know, physically, emotionally, and everything like that, you know, postpartum uh, depression, that's a real thing. So you have all of these things going on, and you also have to understand at least in my perspective with her is that like she makes most of her money from my understanding from social media. So if she is too tired or doesn't have the time or whatever, if she is the primary breadwinner, which from my understanding, she is, was however that works. um, Then she still Mm -hmm. needs time to be able to do her job. Just, the same way as if you're working corporate or whatever kind of job you're working, you still need to be able to have time to go to your job, to do your job, to help pay for your kids, um, especially as the primary, you know, breadwinner. So I actually applaud her. Like, I know a lot of people was judgmental toward her. And I'm not going to lie. Um, I have been judgmental toward people. Myself, when people say they don't have custody of their kids, I'd be like, "What happened?" Like, cause I need, I want to know what happened. Um, right. and some of those situations, like you know, there's a, there's a gamut of reasons that it has occurred. Um, from mental health, substance abuse, um, they just didn't want them. Uh, to begin with, mm-hmm. you know, there's a myriad of reasons that someone has done that. But I just thought it was very, very um, interesting the the amount of hatred <laughs> that I saw that, that she was giving in comments. And like, because I'm like, you don't know what's mentally going on. If she says she needs a break, then clearly she knows that she needs a break. Whatever that break means to her, 
she needs it apparently. Cause if she stay in the situation and hurt one of them children, now they gonna talk about her. Exactly. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, so I like I said, you know, to me, I'm just like, you know, like I said, I in the past, I, I I know I have been judgmental about it. But, you know, I was also seeing some of the comments and then once she said that she needed, you know, you know, said what she had to say. And I was like, oh, I totally get it. I totally get it because trust me, listen, I work remote. I'd be at my house and I sometimes be like, I need a break. And... <laughs> My job ain't even rough like that. But I be needing a break. I be needing to just sit on the couch and do nothing. Right. I will take off to do nothing. Uh, and, 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 look, and so I can imagine having What was that? I said that neither one of us have kids. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That so that's saying? what I'm saying. I can't yeah. imagine having to do all that work. Then people want you to, yeah. you know, be working out and cooking and this, that, and the third. Yeah. You taking care of kids. You feeding them, you know, bathing them, changing diapers and all that stuff. And then they don't understand that, like, you need a break. Yeah. No. The way I only I work about eight hours a day and I need a break. I, I can't I can't and imagine. I, you know what? As much as what I love that? kids, I said as much as I love kids, I can't imagine. And I'm pretty sure it's the reason why I don't. The Lord knows His people. Um. So as much as much as I have cried about it and fought about it and thought it like I want kids. It just ain't for me. It, it, it's not in my in my. I'm here to be. A lover of all babies and small children, but I, because I couldn't imagine, because the way I need naps, like I need, exactly. I, I, I took a nap on my lunch break today. I was tired. I don't do that. I, I was tired. I, I don't know where it came from. It was just the over, whoo, like what they say, what the boys said, like a whoof coming on. I was like. I just, you know, but it's not too late for you to have a child. Um, it's not too it's, late for you to have a child. Yes, thank you. It is. That, <laughs> that time has passed, and I will not be doing that. I made that clear to myself just this past birthday. That <laughs> just hang it up, sister. It's not. It's not in the cards, and you know, it was hard for me to deal with that because we both know that. I had a midlife crisis at 40, got married to try to start a family because I thought that's what I needed. And it just, it didn't work out. So it was, it just wasn't, you know, supposed to. It had it been supposed to have been, it would have, right? Well, the brat just, she's pregnant. I don't know if she has the baby yet, but I think they may be asking. But if she's older than you, so I'm saying it's not too late. There's also other women that like have been older than her that have had a baby. Don't we have another somebody oh, talking about it's not. the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What is that? Sam shit. Uh, okay. So the next <laughs> So the next topic we're gonna talk about. So I'm in this group and someone posted about um let me pull it up. It was basically a Harlem, um, I want to call it the correct thing. I don't want to call it the wrong thing. So it was basically called a tree tour. And Mm -hmm. um, the person was basically kind of questioned whether or not um, the person that's leading the tour uh, Levi O'Brien should be a person that leads the tour because it's Harlem. Harlem is generally um, classified okay. to be a black neighborhood. I think it's you know very gentrified probably now. Um, and basically, 
um, the thought process was since it was a black neighborhood or originally black neighborhood that a person, the, the only people that should be doing the tour should be a black person. Now, um, I do believe qualified is qualified. Um, so with that being said, based on the credentials that this person has, based on, um, you know, his proximity to this area as well, I felt like it shouldn't be an issue, the fact that he is white. Um, I feel like, you know, he's qualified to do it. They'll just be the same as someone not wanting to give a black person, in my opinion, not wanting to give a black person, you know, a position, even though they're extremely qualified for it. Now, I also understand that maybe if, you know, if someone that was black that had similar, that lived in Harlem or in this area that has similar credentials, um, like if they were not given the chance to do the tour to instead give it to this person, um, then that could be, you know, I won't call it racist. That could be unfair or whatever. I definitely wouldn't call it racist or anything like that. But it definitely could be, you know, unfair. Um, but I also am not into uh, plants like that and trees. So I don't know if this person is a, you know, no considered a basically an expert or, you know, um, in his field or not. So, um, but in the event that he you know, isn't in somebody else that was more popular or something like that, that was black, that was passed over, then I could understand no outrage. Mm -hmm. But he seems qualified for him to me, so I don't really have an issue. So what's your thoughts, um, TK? Well, I saw this the other day, and I was just, and you know what? It just... <laughs> Blew right past me. I didn't have no concern whatsoever about this white man showing off the botanical garden, the trees, whatever he's doing, and the foliage and the stuff in the in the grass and the forest. I had no concerns <laughs> whatsoever about this white man in Harlem because there are now people, white people, in Harlem. In fact, and even if he wasn't from Harlem, he was using this job to advance his tree science career and he was able to present the exhibit in the way it needed to present it. So what if he was white? People just make us see white in Harlem. I guess it's because he was showing them trees and they used to hang us from trees. I don't know what the whole uproar oh was my. about. I mean, I don't know. Like, I can imagine because like I said, I just... Whiz right on past it. Oh, it's a white man showing trees in Harlem. Yes, it's mostly black children is probably who they she showed them to. But so what? We got white teachers all over the place that's teaching them about science that's way different from tree science. I don't know. I, I just want to know what the angle is. What, what upset everybody? Because he a white man in Harlem? Yeah, like they, have, they, do. they have those. There are white people in Harlem. And I think that's, I think that's the, I think that was the issue that the person, you know, is white or whatever. And like I said, I, listen, let, I'm let black. Me stop you right I lived, if, hold on, let me stop you right I'm there. The question was, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop about that. Because you know what the question was? They couldn't find a black teacher? No, because it, it may not be that many of us that study in the science of fucking tree. Horticultural. Yeah, horticultural sciences is what is what that would be. Tree science, flowers. No, are we? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, horticulturists are in charge of all kind of things, landscaping. Uh, that's outside of the yard, grass, all that. Trees. If they, if this white man wants to teach young black children about trees in a different way. We need to embrace that, okay? It ain't no because because when you ask the question, it was there a black teacher? No. Okay, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You are black. That's what you were saying. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like if I was in Harlem, mm -hmm. obviously I'm black. 
You, um, <laughs> nobody should ask me, be like, okay, Spicy K, you should do a tree tour. Listen, that tree is green. The next one is green. Mm-hmm. And that one is tall. That's all you're going to get out of me. So just because... Just because I'm black doesn't make me qualified to give. Even if I'm, even if I was from Harlem, it would not make me a qualified individual because I know nothing about trees other than there are different varieties of different Some have shades of green. <laughs> there are different shades of green of trees, and some they of them have leaves, but than others. Um, and that's leaves. that's my knowledge. So, then, like I said, unless he was, you know, unless, uh, you know, like I said, I don't know if he's well-known or anything like that. But, like, unless there was, a, you know, another well-known black person that wanted to do it and was passed over for this individual for whatever reason, then I could understand some outrage then. But if you're not qualified, you're not qualified. And again, if I, you know, was from Harlem and lived in Harlem all my life, um, you would not want to learn about trees from me because you're not going to know anything other than they're tall and green. He just wants something to fuss about. Let that white man show these children all about the beautiful trees in Harlem. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I'm not into trees. That's something that my mother would probably be interested in because she, she acknowledges the different shades of green and she knows about, like, different trees. I know pine, I know oak, and that's because those are also woods. But, but that's my knowledge. Like, my Tula knowledge Poplar is not that. Tulip poplar is the state tree of where you are. A what? Tulip poplar is the Tennessee state tree. I don't even think I ever seen it. Yes, you have. You've seen them there everywhere. I'm going to look at this up. Tennessee state tree. Look it up. Because I don't know any better. I don't know Alabama state tree either. I don't either. And I live here. I don't know. I guess I've seen this tree before, but I probably don't know what it's like. It's really pretty. But it's... So, can you get tulips from here? Or is this different? They grow like little tulip-like leaves on the on like a bulb on the tree. And the leaves are really soft if you rub them on your face. Oh, I miss my childhood. Mm-hmm. I miss my childhood. Anyway... They used to be everywhere. Mm. Apparently, in, it says in Muffinboro. Hmm. Apparently, they used it to construct houses, barns, and other necessary farm buildings. Because it's I, I've never heard of that tree. See, and that's another reason why I should not. I would not be a good person to tell you about a tree <laughs> tour because. <laughs> I didn't even know that tree existed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I hear me asking, either. like, is, is this where you get tulips from? I don't, listen, I don't know no, any better. No. I didn't know that's what you was asking me. <laughs> but anyway, um, what I'm going to say, you, you you can't, the thing about it is that if we had been up for the job, we probably would have got it before he would just because he's a white man and we black. Is that is that saying something? Is that saying something about us? Because you know what? They try to leave us with us. If if they can get us to us to teach us and be us and watch us, then they okay with that. But you're also assuming that the only people that he's teaching are black kids. Like, we don't know that. It could be a very diverse group of people that... Because it seems like it's a community event. So, yes, a community just, in Harlem, which is going to be predominantly, let's just say predominantly black. I, yes. I don't know if that's what I'm saying. I don't know if Harlem is predominantly black anymore. It's it's predominantly. It may not be all. 
as if it were. It's got to be something because they wouldn't have been mad saying nothing about it if it wasn't. What you think? Well, no, this was this this they still could have said something because mm. that was that was yeah. Yes, we have another uh, white man like us teaching other white children about the trees in Harlem. Man, come on, now. you already know where that angle. You already know where so that angle it, is coming from. But so what? 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 I, I just pulled up this thing and it said, now this is from 2021, and it mm-hmm. said that Harlem lost 10,000 black residents and gained 18,000 white. Oh, decade. You might be right. So that's what I'm saying. I don't even know necessarily. Well, I think it was enough of them for them to, this to even be a story, because if it was more, if it was less of them, then it wouldn't have been a story. I think a lot of these areas are very much gentrified, gentrified and people are, yeah. you know, so. They move uh, us out and, you know, we'll just say it's gentrified. Oh, so no, it's still predominantly, it's still predominantly black. It says that the white population grew from 11% to 16. So it's still wow. predominantly, but again, that may, like, I don't, I don't know who is wanting to go on a tree tour. Like, it may be some kids. <laughs> that's why I'm like, it may be some kids that want to go on a tree tour. But like, I don't know. Like, when I think about trees, I'm thinking like older people. I'm not thinking young people at all. It's so nice. you're thinking kids, and I'm not even thinking young people. I'm thinking that these are gonna be like at minimum fifty. I'm just saying. I don't. No, I think I think it, I, it I don't matter. know. I'm gonna huh? go. We, we, you gonna go with age fifty? I'm gonna go with these kids. <laughs> these was kids. Okay, we we just gonna have to agree to disagree on that because I, I I would think it wouldn't have been a bigger big deal if it was older people. It'd have been like, oh, well, because okay. like I said, the sign the, the sign appeared to be just out for the community, so. The community consists of several different people. It could be arranged. It could be from even if it's. I just, I'm, I'm just saying. I just, I don't know. Like, why would kids want to go and learn about trees? Like, don't get me wrong. I understand that some kids would, but I just don't see a whole group, a big group, of kids, regardless of age. I mean, regardless of race. Uh, that's like, oh my goodness, I want to go learn about all the trees in Harlem. I just yeah. don't see that. Like, I just see like older. We need to make a wager they... on this and figure out this and figure this out because I'm, <laughs> I'm still saying it's kids. I don't know. I don't think, you know, no, I know black old people want to go see nothing about no trees here. They, I, I didn't say they were black old people. I just said people well, over 50. Well, the gentrified percentages of it say, I, I promise you, this was a majority, major, majority black class of younger people. Well, it just <laughs> happened last Sunday, so we don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we should find some pictures of tour look like I'm just saying I just in my mind I don't see so many kids wanting to do that mm-hmm. that sound like middle aged women to me over 50 that sound like a segue Youngest. into our next segment can we live with allies um so do you think it's possible to live a life without lies no before we got okay. to this point in the seg- in the in the show, I was thinking yes, because I hate liars. But no, you cannot live a life without lying, in some form or fashion. And it's funny that you mentioned that because Steve Harvey was talking about that this morning. He said he he lied. He just lied. He lied without knowing it. He just lied. I don't listen to him, so I don't know any better. Oh well, I mean, it was he was just on the station radio station, so. But yeah, it's. Okay. I think we we lie to people. We lie to ourselves. We lie, we lie. Now, those that are outright boldface and compulsive liars, you shall burn in thine hell with the gasoline draws. Um, but 
the little lies that we tell people like, oh, I'm so glad you came by and, you know, it's great to hear from you and all that stuff. You don't mean that shit. It's a lie, but it's things that you tell people to keep them comfortable. So you lie when you told me that I can, you was happy that I came to your y'all barbecue? Did you lie? Oh, totally. Totally. Lie? That was a <laughs> bold face and utter lie. Because I was like, what am I gonna? What else am I gonna say? No, but no, but for real, that, you don't lie to everyone when you say that. So those things, but there are some <laughs> people that you lie and say them too. Not generally that the phrases themselves are lies, or you lying when you say them each time. But those are some to some of the ones that you use when you are lying. And I think so. Let me ask you this question, since you you brought this up. So, do you think you? lie more to yourself or do you lie more to people yourself myself okay. you, you you see stuff you know stuff ain't right and you're like hmm this is okay this milk smells fine mm. you know stuff like that you know you lie to yourself because you <laughs> you know I, I i'm gonna get up in time to get gas in the morning you know, before I go to work, you know, those type of little, you, you, the, you do those more, uh, well, honest people do those things more often than they do, than they lie to other people. You got some lying ass people out here, like, you just, they just lie. So, if you if you know me, or ever around me, and I think you're lying, this is what you hear from me. Huh. Hmm. Just like that. There's no variation and then I just stop talking and just let you keep on talking. Because you just, you know, you just lying. Anyway, it ain't no sense. I mean, what, what am I going to do? So just know that you ever hear that, I think you're lying. And I just don't believe nothing that you say. After that. Hmm. Hmm. And I may do that. I may nod a little bit. You know, I may scrunch my face up like I was interested in. Like, oh, really? Tell me more. <laughs> but you know it's, it's it's I think people some people can't help it. I have a, a ex friend a long time ago that to this day I just cannot look her in the eye be in the same room with her simply because of the lies that she has told me and my family. And I actually cared about uh-huh. you. I mean she was a dumb kid in my first job ever. You lied to my family. You lied to, you know, you lied to me. And I, you know, we ain't gonna talk about what I, you know, what I did for you and your family. You know, it's 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 crazy. But, yeah, I don't think it's possible to live without lying even, I mean, in 100%. I say a 95% liar I can deal with if you lying about the little shit. So for me in my um my point of view is that um n- no you can't live a life without lies. Um cuz you do lie to yourself. Um I lied to myself plenty of times and probably going to continue to lie to myself about some things that just because um I think it's it's well one I have been told that I'm a very blunt person. Um, and I really don't, because I really don't sugarcoat things. I, I try sometimes. Um, because I, I I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But at the same time, um, don't ask me things if you don't really want the answer. Because... Things may come out of my mouth that you're not expecting me to say. Um, because I'm very observant and everything. But um, I think it's hard to, because you do want to, like, protect people, protect people's feelings. Like, that makes it so hard to not lie to them. Or at least, mm. um, you know, lie by omission, you know, sugarcoat things a certain way or, you know, deflect things of that nature. Those are all still basically lies. 
Um, so I think that's it's hard to do because unless you, I think unless you are just a heartless person um, that have no heartless evil and have really no remorse or anything for others, I think those people may be able to not lie, but everybody else, you know, <laughs> you're going to try to protect someone's feelings um, to the point that you're going to say things that are not true at certain points and times because, you know, it's kind of like a thing, like, if somebody's already having a bad day, if somebody is already, like, going through something, the last thing you want to do is hurt them even worse. So, sometimes you, you know, you don't say the whole truth, um, which basically is a lie. Or you omit omit things, which is basically a lie about omission. So, um, mm. that's why I think it's kind of hard to do it. And like you said, as an honest person, yes. Uh, as a person that has any kind of heart, um, yes, you, I don't think you can do it. Like I said, heartless people, evil people, they could probably do it because they don't care about other people anyway. But I think once you care, you try to protect them. So you try to shield them, you know, let the blows hit, you know, not so hard. Um, So I think that's what people tend to do. But that's just how I see it. Um, TK, you had any more thoughts about that? About lying or lies? I don't respect liars. (laughs) With that being said... It's those type of liars that I don't respect. Don't lie to me, about me, on me. You can lie in front of me, because then, you know, I'll just be like, damn, he's a lying ass, and I know to stay away from you. But, you know, that's all. Respect, respect, mm-hmm. especially if you love somebody. You, If you really think that somebody that you love is going to be less hurt by a lie, it's not true. I mean, real talk. No, I, I I don't think it's true either, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I say a lie about omission is still a lie. Because I do think that people tend to, you know, do that kind of thing for people that they love. Right, 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 right. Don't be a lying So, ass. So, our, um, Last segment, um, what has a TV show or movie taught you? And TK, this is your week. Let us know. All right. So, we're going to go with the classic. Different world. Okay. I, hmm, I had never seen nothing like a different world before. I was very impressed with how they got down. I didn't realize, as close as I was to Alabama a and I didn't realize HBCUs existed. And I was so glad that I was able to attend one for a little while. So, the, the a different way, it taught me to respect my blackness. Like, it was things that I didn't know, things that I didn't learn in school. I was already in high school when A Different World came out. And, you know... I hadn't learned any of these things. You know, I, Cosby Show, basically, I I was affiliated with the Cosby Show. They were my family. They were my family. I was there in the family. I was a Cosby kid, okay? Uh, so, it, it really felt like home to me when I went to college with Denise, even though I was still in high school, because me and Vanessa were the same age. That's how, that's how it worked out. Shut up. Don't laugh at me. Everybody laughs at me. You don't understand. I named my goldfish... Aloysius. That was Theo's middle name for crying out loud, okay? That was my big bro. Alright, so we ain't even gonna talk about that because that always makes me look strange when I say things like that. It's okay. But A Different World taught me to appreciate being black. I grew up around all white people and Laotians. We ain't gonna talk about them because obviously they've disappeared from the face of the earth, or at least the United States. I don't know where there's a group of them anymore. But that's what was all around me. I didn't see Mexican people till I was grown and moved to North Carolina. Like, whoa. But anyway, that's just the way it was. 
So I grew up around these people. These people I went to high school with. These people I thought I was going to always be around every time I, you know, I went somewhere. Just being real with you. But that's not how it was at a different on a different world. They had to, you know, they started out the first season with the little white girl. She didn't last long because it was supposed to be about us. It, it wasn't supposed to be about them. And so they took her off the show. Marissa Tomei. Yeah, Marissa Tomei. Now, she turned out to be a wonderful actress. You know, she had a wonderful career. My cousin Vinny. Jesus. It was great. But anyway... It, it was it was awesome. It was everybody everywhere you turned around looked like you, or or it, it was me. So they looked like me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was it well, was I'm a black. So, uh, yeah, yes, they you, know, you possibly look like you me, said that earlier black. in the show. We established that you, in fact, are black as well. So <laughs> you got that down. But um, yeah, so. It was crazy, like, everywhere they went, black. Everybody, you know, I didn't understand that stomping stuff. I still don't. They're stepping. I still don't get the fascination with all that garbage. But it's okay, because I'm going to let them do all that and stomp around and do all whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do, because this is what you black and you're beautiful. And we at the HBCU. Do you hear me? So that's what that taught me. Uh, different world taught me. How to be black, appreciate black, love my blackness because I did again. There was no other representation of me out there, and it was a yeah. thousand of them. Even though they had the same thirteen characters, they played everything. You know, <laughs> the, little, the little guy that didn't ever say nothing. He just was always like yeah. oh. doing something stupid. Never said nothing. Reused him a hundred times. He was a thousand different people. The dude that uh the dude that played uh one of uh what's the name boyfriend what's the name what's the dark skin girl name Kim one of Kim's Kim? uh, yeah one of her boyfriends he was a a whole different character with short buzz cut before then he come out with dreads when he became her boyfriend it's, like, it's supposed to be a different guy okay thank you for for that but yeah but yeah I I really did appreciate a different world and the Cosby Show. Those two shows were very, very important to me, but we just gonna stick with a different world because that's what I said. Taught me something, but you, we both know that <laughs> it was a, it was a spinoff. <laughs> okay. okay. Like I said, we tell okay. So this is ep- so this is episode eleven. It's in the books. It's a wrap for this show. Uh, a girl. Um, this is the ops. We telling it all. This is your girl, Spicy K. And this is your girl, TK. We'll see y'all later. Hey.